0: Picture it, Los Angeles, 2022.
1: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott slash Sadie Pines.
0: And I'm Carrie Doherty.
1: And this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then talk about it. But guess what? We ran out of episodes. So now we're breaking down all of the 24 iconic episodes of the Golden Palace, which of course is a spin-off of the Golden Girls and is currently streaming in the United States on
0: Hulu. Yes, and we just watched season 1 episode 15 titled Heartbreak Hotel which aired on January 29th, 1993 and is the one where Rose and Blanche fight over a man and Sophia and Roland reenact Harold and Maud
1: <laughs> which was so cute. It was so cute. I actually loved that storyline. Oh.
0: I thought Heartbreak it was- Hotel is that an
1: Elvis song? Yes, that's what I thought. How does it go?
0: Yeah, um, that the Harper Hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I
0: don't, I, okay. I'm pretty sure. I don't, somebody asked Quentin Tarantino because he, of course, was an Elvis impersonator. He would impersonator. know, he would um, know. <laughs> Yeah, I bet, I bet he came into that audition with his own, he had the suit, right? And they oh, were yeah. like, Great wardrobe, was like, We've got oh, no yeah. notes, just wear that suit. He was he like, literally, perfect. he didn't
1: even drive in, he walked on to the Sunset Gower set just from, <laughs> he left Arby's to go. To this this audition, and was he like left his
0: job working at. The I got an War. Arby's,
1: and yeah. I got this audition. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and if you wanna sing out, sing out. Mod. Well,
1: today is like a very special day. In the, the day history. that we're
0: recording. Yes, this. yes. I mean, yes. you guys will
1: hear it in the future, so it won't be exactly the day. But we are recording it on the exact thirtieth anniversary, probably exact to the to the hour, because it's eight p.m. right now. I don't know what time the golden girls was on at that time, but this is the 30th anniversary of the last episode of the golden girls.
0: Wow. Isn't that wild? It's 30 years old,
1: 30 years. And how could that be? Cause I'm only 25.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't, I remember no. watching it. Yet
0: <laughs> I'm younger
1: than, than the anniversary. It's very weird. It's very weird. No. Mm-hmm. Did you, do you remember watching the finale live?
0: No. Because I don't know that I did. Um, I don't think that I did
1: either, but I I do have a memory of it, but it's not a clear memory. But I remember something. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I have memories of watching the show, but no specific memories of watching anything live. Although I feel like I didn't really start uh, appreciating watching live events until maybe I was a little bit. Older, yeah,
1: um, no, totally. I was the next year, I, don't know, I, I distinctly but... remember the first live event that I watched that I can remember watching and like appointment watching, like going to watch it. it and was we, the... when we
0: say live event, we me- we mean like when it aired, not that it yeah. was like live streamed, but. Well, like,
1: no, even yeah. then, even then, like I, I remember the first thing that I watched, I guess, live on TV, it was the 1993 Oscars, which it was, it was in 1994, but it was for 1993 films. And it was when Tom Hanks won for Philadelphia. I remember like I made a point to watch that Oscars and I watched little Anna Paquin get up there and hyperventilate on stage and like Holly Hunter win and like all of those things. Like I remember watching it being fascinated by this show and just being like, wow, this is quite a show in Schindler's List. What's that about?
0: I think the first thing I remember watching live was the OJ verdict?
1: Oh wow, where in were school. you? Yeah, in I school. was in school too. It was like I I was in grade school or middle school. I forget what what year it was, but I remember I was going to I was in like reading class and we were in the hallway and somehow we heard about it. But I don't know how we would have heard about it cuz we were in school.
0: I feel like uh, I, I I don't, I can't remember if if somebody just wheeled in a TV that had like, that you were able to hook up or if at that point in time, we actually had the little TVs, every room had a little we TV in the corner. actually
1: watched it.
0: Yeah. I, I vaguely remember, wow. I remember that being the first thing we watched live. And I remember going like, what an odd thing to watch
1: Yeah, for school. Especially because, I mean, I don't know what grade we were in, but it, it was like grade school, middle school era. So like, it definitely...
0: That's Wait, ins- but you're 25, how does that?
1: I was very smart, you know, I, I sailed through school. I was the Benjamin Button of school. I just I just went right through it real fast. You know, everyone's like, how is this young kid in this cl- this eighth grade class? I don't know, it's weird. Let's read To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, Doogie Howser. Uh, yeah, I'm the Doogie Hauser. yep. Yeah. But no, it, it was very strange. It was very strange. But yeah, no, I don't, but I do remember watching the last episode of The Golden Girls on like Lifetime or something. And when it was in reruns, and, and either sitting, I don't know if we were in my old house when we were really, really poor or in the new house and we were only sort of poor and, um, but, but wherever we were, I was in the kitchen watching it and I started to cry. I started to cry watching it. I was just watching it randomly, probably eating cereal. And I started to cry.
0: Well, of course you were. It was the end of an era.
1: Yeah, but it was the end of an era years before that I didn't even know about, but it became an end of an era that morning for me when I was watching Lifetime. Then it transitioned into Murphy Brown or something.
0: Mm, yeah, to, to pick your spirits back up.
1: Probably Designing Women at that point, actually. That would have been Designing Women. They, like They usually aired them close
0: together. This has been a lively catch-up. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's an important one. It's the 30th anniversary. No, I know it is. I just, I love that we, it's so, it's such a Carrie and H. Allen thing to start with, hey, today's the anniversary of the 30th, and then the to go to the OJ, O.J. verdict. <laughs> Everything leads back to the OJ verdict. I um, also remember
1: watching the Bronco chase. I was in my dad's girlfriend's living room and I had gl- I had super glued my fingers together.
0: That's such, that, that's how I, <laughs> That is such a specific thing that you about that memory. Um, I remember so watching it
1: and I was, but I was doing something with super glue and I literally super glued my fingers together. And my, my dad's girlfriend, Donna, wonderful woman, actually, she, they should have gotten married, but my dad's a dick. Um, but <laughs> I like, I glued my fingers together and she was able to unglue them or whatever. We were in the middle of Illinois. It was a very weird moment in my life.
0: That's right. Take a big sip from your Disney Goofy mug, which I love very much. Um, everyone, yes. before we get into the episode, before we take a break, um, I have a very uh, important special announcement request. From someone uh, in our of,
1: Golden Girls community.
0: Yes. As someone in our Golden Girls community who hopefully is listening today. Um, well, they better John- be talking about them. <laughs> John Hetherington, a.k.a. Liberated by Gaga on social media, um, is a longtime listener of the podcast. Huge Golden Girls fan. Um, Some of you may have seen over the past week, month, maybe, um, we've tweeted uh, or or posted um, a link to a GoFundMe that he currently has going uh, to save his home. Mm. and. We are reaching out to all of you guys now via the podcast tonight um, because if you can donate, if you can share his story, um, we'd really, really like to help him out um, because we're the Golden Girls community. We stick together. um, So if you're able to share or donate, every dollar counts um, we'd really appreciate it. Um, we're going to link to, uh, his GoFundMe page in the episode notes. Uh, we've also, we post about it on social media. I have it in the, um, uh, my bio on my Instagram page. I'm at Squidzy on Instagram. You can find it there. Um, yeah. And let's all like, he's, he's got, uh, he's raised so far. I think we're at about $85,000 of $109,000. So, so close, put. so close. We've got like a $24,000 gap. He's so close, like, let's do it to it. Yeah. Um, you
1: guys should go donate. And and I just want you to know.
0: I'm not kidding.
1: Okay, go donate.
0: I'm not kidding.
1: What? what, 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 Carrie, do you think I'm kidding? Cause guess what? I'm not kidding.
0: Yes. Um. Anyway, we're, we're with you, John. We all support you. We love you. We're, we're gonna, we're totally gonna make this happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding yes <laughs> all right um
1: yes John go it, everyone and we should we get into the rest of the episode because this episode is I had thoughts
0: we get a lot to talk about let's take a quick break and then we're gonna we're
1: gonna dive in mm. I'm wearing a swimsuit
0: We're back, back, so, back, back again. Hl and Heartbreak Hotel. Overall, what what did you think about this episode?
1: Well, I didn't think Taylor was so hot, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't quite, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't quite understand um, uh, why every why why Blanche was Jones and for him when we've clearly seen her be with far more attractive men in her time, but maybe to her it's not about the attractiveness of the man. It's about the numbers on her bedpost.
0: Oh, I think it's for Blanche. I think it's about, it's the one that got away. You know what I mean? For her, Mm -hmm. it's like a game almost. And
1: we've been here Um, with that on, on the golden girls. Remember with the guy um, who they went high school together and he, he had gained some weight and ham ham. Yes. Thank you. Ham
0: ham. And,
1: and he kept being like, maybe some other time Blanche. And it was like, dude, it's Blanche. Like, do a little tickle-tickle.
0: It's Blanche. Yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> and, and then finally, in the end, we learned all of what we learned. But this is a sim- very similar storyline, kind of. At least the basis of it is but, similar.
0: I understand that, um, you know, the thing about most, especially sitcoms back then, even though they had story arcs over the season, every episode, your characters, even though they learn a lesson, they kind of reset, right? And they go back to who they were because that's what makes them so amazing. I was a little surprised that we didn't get even one week off of Blanche not having Mm. an episode about her needing a man. Because in the last episode... Blanche's whole emotional growth her arc was you know what I don't need a man I don't need to depend on a man I'm going to be independent and I'm going to take responsibility for this hotel and then next week it's like Blanche wants man just like like, Rose give us one week off
1: it's just like Rose said at the beginning of this episode sex sales baby sex sells and so Blanche's storylines about her being thirsty Give a lot of material for a lot the word of the
0: sex. I, I should have written down how many times the word sex was was uttered so in much. this episode.
1: I, although at the very beginning of this episode, before a word is uttered, Sophia did something that if I worked in a hotel, it is what would be my downfall. Like she went to grab one of the mints. And we're not just talking like like, like basic, like lifesaver mints. No, no, no. It looked like they had a bucket of mini York peppermint patties.
0: They did look really good.
1: Those, those are like Costco level shopping goals. I love a York peppermint oh, patty. Oh,
0: I want a peppermint patty now. Why did you Me do too? that?
1: Well, because Sophia did it to us. Soon as she did it, I was like, oh my God, I want it. And I'm probably going to get it tonight. But I, the debate is, the question is, so if I worked at a hotel, I would be eating the mints nonstop. But if you owned a hotel, would you go in the direction of the mini york peppermint patties that are probably more appropriate for Halloween, you know, like you give them away like it's a part of the candy package or would you go in the classy direction and have an andy's mint which is before a Before you awful.
0: even Oh, you don't have to tell me what an before yeah. you even said it I was like in my head I was like I would do an andy's mint. Yeah, I, I would do. Even though love I, prefer an andy's york, mint.
1: I prefer a york's peppermint patty as a as a as a treat, but an andy's mint makes me feel rich.
0: There is something so delicate and clean about an Andes mint. I, I feel s- like a York peppermint Patty. You have to take some bites, in an Andes mint, you just slide that right into your mouth. You know mm-hmm.
1: what I mean? Mm-hmm. Melt-
0: oh. Yeah, oh, and it melts. I made and it leaves your breath minty fresh. Oh, you did? I bet. I don't think
1: it gorgeous. makes your breath. I don't think your. I don't think either make your breath fresh. To be honest, I think they just make your breath smell like chocolate. But I do. They are delicious. And I support, I support the journey. If you want to use them as breath mints, I'm just saying it probably is not the best use for a breath mint.
0: <laughs> we have not even gotten to the first line of this, <laughs> vlog in this episode. I literally,
1: I literally like freaked out when I saw I it, and it. I was though. like, I that's it. what I would do. That's exactly what I would do.
0: I just thought it was a nice little piece of blocking that it probably yeah. wasn't even in the script and on the day they were like rehearsals they were like oh this could be funny
1: yeah um yeah.
0: okay so this week the golden palace is hosting a romantic getaway weekend la la. and as roland puts it they're putting black satin sheets oh. in all of the rooms i don't think
1: that would be comfortable
0: I don't think that's a good idea to do on a romantic getaway weekend. You're going to get yeah. fluids on that, and, my friend. Like, think about, like, I mean, they're already
1: struggling for money. Think about the cleaning bill for that.
0: Yeah. You like, I mean, I get it. That's great. But I hope you're charging premium prices to. They're, to, not. they're not. Oh, God. They make terrible business ideas. Yeah. Um, business. Also, why is,
1: why is Rose basically running a romantic weekend when it should be Blanche? She's the one who knows about a romantic week.
0: Honestly, though, Rose was assertive, flirtatious, sexual. Like, this was a great, like, Rose was so well-behaved. She was understanding. She was Mm. sympathetic. She was a great friend. This episode, Blanche was so immature. But, okay, we're going to get into it. So, yes, the romantic weekend getaway was Rose's idea. And she said um, she knew it was a good idea, because of um, the her, the advice that her minister once gave her yeah. which was he said Moses parting the red sea is good and all but Mary Magdalene really packs a pew meaning sex sells baby
1: Mary Magdalene is the original 16 and pregnant and she wasn't even 16 I don't know if that's accurate actually I
0: just wanted to see if you were going to say any more cuz sometimes I feel like when I just let you go you just keep saying <laughs> funny things and you, <laughs> No you I mean I
1: I know she was a child when she had, right? Wasn't she a child when she had Jesus?
0: Wait a second.
1: Or is Mary Magdalene not the one that had Jesus? No. Guys, sorry. That, I'm a, I'm no, a Jew. I'm
0: so, Oh, <laughs> it's been so long since I've been at CCD. Oh gosh, please don't hate me everyone. Wait, I there's, think-
1: There's two women though. There's Mary, which is the mother of Jesus. And then there's that one lady who was like, always t- taught to be a little, so, like she was like flirty.
0: Yeah. But is I don't Mary, know the difference. Is Mary Mary <laughs> Magdalene. It, yes. No, Mary. Yeah, that was Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was not the mother of Jesus.
1: Oh, so Mary Magdalene was the Blanche of the Bible.
0: Yes. I believe a... the mother of Jesus is Mary of Nazareth, which, oh gosh, guys, so, I'm so, so sorry for anyone. It's been, like I said, it's been a long time since I set foot in a Catholic church, but these are the I've, basics.
1: I've, I think I've like, set, I don't know what once in my life I've right been now. in a Catholic church. So Jesus was never. Well, yeah.
0: I, I don't have an excuse. But I mean, um, if,
1: if, you, if we, we we're very sorry if you were offended by my confusion there. Just, it was an honest mistake.
0: Or mine. Someone I mean, who's been yeah, baptized and made her first communion and her confirmation. And anyway, so as part of the Romantic Getaway Weekend, um, yeah. they've booked Dr. Ursula, who is a love doctor.
1: For oh, um, unfortunate souls. Sorry, I had to.
0: Oh, I, would, I know. I was thinking of the whole episode. Of course, I was too. <laughs> Um, Sophia loves Dr. Ursula. She's yeah. even read her book, new sexual positions for the senior citizen. Um, and Sophia's all in on this a
1: short book.
0: Maybe, I don't know.
1: I don't know either, but I feel, you feel like, like it's probably... more like a
0: pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a TikTok. It's a 60 second TikTok.
0: Um, but she's got a really great thing where, uh, in this moment where, um, She's like, I'm all in. I need to find a sexual partner. Yeah. And everyone else around her, like Chewie and Roland, all them, they're kind of like, like giving her a hard time. Because she's and losing she's her like, sex I know, which again, like, so I, I love, I, I love this. I love this episode with Sophia because
1: Sophia you know, is a standout in this episode for she's sure.
0: A standout in this episode, and she goes in. You know, it, it's sort of all about her when she goes in, but then she really goes yeah. in for Roland, which we'll find out later. But um, I do
1: like that they're you because I've been saying this for the past few episodes of the podcast. They are not utilizing Estelle Giddy in the way that they can. They're utilizing her for slapstick stuff, and and they they didn't quite get fully there in utilizing her for her acting abilities and and her story capabilities, but. They got 75% of the way there with, with Sophia. Yeah. yeah,
0: They got, it's because they, they're not, you know, again, like, you know, they wrote Oliver off in the last episode, which we were obviously not happy with the way that they handled it, but now it's like, Oh, okay. We're going to, now we're getting Sophia back into story. And she says Um, something
1: that is a harks back to an old episode of the golden girls. When she says, if you pick me, do I not? And then she does a funny line about, Oh yeah. She goes.
0: Yeah, she goes. uh, I may be a senior citizen, but I'm still a person. Damn it! If you prick me, do I not bleed? Eventually. Yeah,
1: and it (laughs) reminded me of the prize fighter.
0: Yeah, of Pepe's Juilliard audition. I wrote that in my notes too. Ah, look at
1: us in sync. We finally synced up all these years later.
0: Yes. um, So meanwhile, uh, Blanche is really excited that her old college crush Taylor Michaels is coming to town.
1: Any relationship? Taylor
0: Michaels. Taylor Michaels sounds like not a man who raises prized pigs Yeah, and has like a bit of a, I guess he doesn't really have a comb over. Taylor Michaels sounds like a really hot, like CW actor. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I, yeah, I get that. I was, I kept thinking of George Michaels every time I heard his name, but um, looking at him, and I don't mean this as in a disparaging way at all but he kind of looked like a pig. Oh. Like not in a not in a bad way. His face was very animated pig-like.
0: He just he had a round face.
1: I mean, but not in like a I'm not saying this in like a bad kind of way. I'm just saying like if you look at him and you look at like a like a Charlotte's web type thing, his face is very animated piglet like.
0: So we should say um, that Taylor Michaels is played by what I believe to be the charming and affable Dick Van Patten, who yeah, he was a great actor. I know him as King Roland on Spaceballs. That's uh-huh. like the number one for me, and, and he's fantastic. of course wearing like a very long wing. If you guys haven't wig. seen
1: Spaceballs? We'll see Spaceballs.
0: Yes, I mean, and he's in other Mel Brooks films, but um, he really stands out for me in Spaceballs. Um, so anyway, Taylor Michaels Blanche announces he's coming to town. Her and her college roommate fought over him back in the day. Yeah. And there's a really great moment where Chewie's like, Yeah, but you won, right, Blanche? And Blanche looks down and very quietly she goes, No, she did. <laughs> and Roland's like, I'm sorry, what? And Rose goes, She got her butt kicked. And she's totally taking she joy.
1: It. This episode, the- we see competitive Rose come out and it's very exciting
0: we do barely it's mostly competitive muted like muted. blanche it's like yeah but it, it it does come out a little bit there. um so yeah so taylor shows up and as he's checking in in the lobby rose is checking him in she just he just hands him of, the
1: key before she gets a credit card or anything
0: i know but i feel like that's such a Rose Nyland thing that's you know true. what i mean she that's just true. would do something like that yeah. and um she uh she give, hands him a key and she's like, here you go. Um, you know, this is a, a room with a beautiful ocean view. And he says, if it's half as beautiful as the view in front of me right now, I think that would be perfect. And Aww. then Rose, it's so sweet. And then Rose blushes and she takes a beat and then she goes, oh, wait, do you mean me or the mail slots? Because that's also <laughs> what's right behind her. I love it. It was it so is, funny.
1: It is nice to see Rose getting some love attention this episode, uh, considering the past few episodes where she's had shitty things with Miles happen. I know. This is a nice moment.
0: And you'd think that, Blanche, I, I swear this spinoff is so much of like hashtag Blanche is a bad friend, hashtag uh-huh. Blanche is bad at business. Well, Blanche
1: is a good Blanche. I think they use Blanche in the way that they often used Rose in the original series as they to develop a story they use they rely on blanche's sort of vanity to move a story along just like they relied on rose's naivete in the original series especially in the later seasons to move important stories like the aids episode or the reunion episode or all those things and it's uh i don't know if it was necessarily a wise decision in the golden palace but Mm -hmm. they do that
0: yeah i i just found and again like I guess Blanche always kind of, she redeems herself because she learns a lesson at the end. Yeah. But I find myself throughout the episode being like, Blanche, come on.
1: Especially, well, we'll get to it.
0: So Blanche uh, comes down into the lobby, sees Taylor. She's so excited to see him. She She's goes, smiling. oh, I could eat you with a spoon. Rose, go get me a spoon.
1: Doesn't he um, seem a little beneath Blanche? That, like He doesn't seem like Blanche's type to me.
0: Yeah, like, he's a pig I don't, farmer. But, but even ham but even ham and again I, I don't
1: Ham was successful he was i mean not that not that taylor isn't but ham was a businessman he 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 you know he did something that blanche would respond to he works to make money to pay for her Whereas i think Taylor's a he's very up rose's alley
0: again i think it's with both ham and taylor for blanche i think it's about the win the w because yeah. Blanche Devereaux this is the first with ham first time she's ever been rejected yeah so she she doubles down she wants him even more With this one it was the first time she ever lost a man to another woman
1: I get it to a friend
0: so I think that's what it's really about so she asks Blanche asks Taylor how he found her Mm -hmm. and oh boy it what he says is a mouthful he says I read that you bought this hotel in our hometown newspaper. And since I had to be in Miami for the hog convention, I thought, why don't I stay here? Now, let me tell you something about the hog convention. Did you watch this episode with your subtitles on? No, I did. And (laughs) when I, what I heard with my ears was hog as in pig H O G. But for anybody watching with the subtitles, it said Hog H-A-G-U-E. So I paused and I went, huh, what is that? And I Googled it, Hog Convention. Now, (laughs) it's a thing. The Hog Conventions of 1899 and 1907 are a series of international treaties and declarations negotiated at two international peace conferences at the... Anyway, sure, (laughs) at the Hague in the Netherlands. What I'm saying is the person, that's how I would have said it. I would have said Hague the way it was spelled. But this is how it was spelled in the subtitles. So the person responsible for the subtitles of this here Golden Palace episode (laughs) interpreted that as the Hague Hague Convention of 1899 and 1907 now I you know how I feel about the person who makes the thumbnails for these episodes on Hulu because they're very misleading and it appears that Dorothy's in more episodes than she is same with Miles
1: yeah
0: now I have an issue with the subtitle person
1: write an email email someone although I feel like the subtitles were probably written way back in the day and they they weren't as accurate maybe I don't know. I I think they did new
0: ones. I don't think closed captioning for the original. I think they those were all thrown out. These are new ones. Anyway, Hulu, get your thumbnail people, your subtitle people. Anyway. Okay, so (laughs) Taylor Michaels. Yeah. Is trying to ask out Rose. He's been flirting with those. He's trying to ask her out. Blanche is literally putting her body between them to try to intercept this. He ain't going to stop it.
1: He has one thing in mind. It's Rose.
0: Right. And he asks Rose out Rose again. I'm just going to keep saying it. Rose is a good friend. She pulls Blanche aside and she's like, hey, if you don't want me to go out with this guy, I will not go out with him. And Blanche is like, oh, no, 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 go out with him. i have plenty of time with Taylor. You should go out with him for this one-time-only event.
1: Why did she ask? even do that? That makes no sense.
0: Because it's her pride.
1: Yeah, true. Okay, It's her sense. pride. Blanche
0: Devereaux cannot, beca- because it's her pride. And this is she, so then she goes behind Rose in this, and again, this is where I go, you're not a good friend. Learn how to communicate.
1: She praises toilet paper. a good
0: friend to you right now. Oh, dear God. Um, So, uh, but then Blanche tries to turn Rose off of Taylor by saying he sells prized pigs, as if that's a turnoff. And I'm like, hello, did you you forget about baby or that Rose grew up on a farm?
1: This is Rose's porn
0: exactly
1: yeah you, you get a pig like, farmer out there there is a guy well i won't bring that up
0: <laughs> i was about to take a sip of my spin drift do you want to continue that story no
1: there's so a bunch a bunch of gay friends and it's become sort of like a gay trending thing for gay really just gay dudes But so there's this <laughs> there's this one guy who has a porn account i guess or only fans or something and he, <laughs> he lives on a farm and he posts (laughs) he posts video of himself like fully erect on farm stuff doing farm activities and sometimes he'll like be like plowing hay you know and like he'll take he'll plow the hay put the hay down put it down and then he'll just you know he'll he'll ejaculate but without oh wow without even touching himself and, wow and, and, and there are other, there are other things that he does on the farm like one of him driving a tractor or another one of him I don't know I mean he's not having sex with animals or anything nothing like that. It's all very well normal quote unquote but it's it's um, it's it's something that a bunch of gay friends have been texting to each other these past few weeks and it's become a topic of conversation that none of us can stop talking about.
0: I know you're not going to understand this reference, but I know that there are listeners who will. As a big fan, even years later, I still play Red Dead Redemption 2. And as someone who enjoys, after having beat the game with the help of Stan, riding around the entire is. world as John Marston, who works on a farm, I find that very appealing. Did you say oh. you you know what RDR2 is?
1: I do not know what it is. Oh,
0: it's a very it's the most beautiful game I've ever played in my entire life.
1: Oh, okay. I don't really do games other than that one Disney game on my phone. But yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a little different than that. I'm going to send you a video. Okay, and I'll of send you, of, you like, this the guy. Most...
1: I'll send you this guy. <laughs>
0: yeah, my baby goes through my phone. She will find it. Um, okay, meanwhile, wow. Can you I imagine? love
1: Can you imagine? I can't. I'll show you in Matt and per- or you in Stan, excuse me, in person.
0: My baby, little Oreo First of all, if you have a baby and you have an Apple remote for your Apple TV, do not let that baby have the Apple remote because they will find a way to smash it on something and break it. Yeah, of course. Oreo ordered, I think like an entire season of a Gary Oldham show or something (laughs) on Apple. She just bought it and I was like, what, how? And then she found Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. She's a very smart 10 month old. Okay. So meanwhile, in the kitchen, Sophia is so excited. She has signed up for the love doctor's class, but it's couples only.
1: And she needs Roland.
0: Yes. So she looks longingly at him. Yeah. And they have a really great exchange. He goes, "Um, no way. You've got that same look you had when you asked me to fix your shower. And Sophia goes, what's wrong with that? He goes, you were using it at the time.
1: Which I mean, I mean, even though that is very blatant sexual harassment, especially for the workplace, because considering it is their workplace, that's probably yes. bad. But go, Sophia. Get it, it was a
0: really funny, I mean, <laughs> I feel like anytime there's anything remotely sexual related yeah. to Roland, you put yourself in that situation, you're uh, on board 100%. Did
1: you notice how Roland was eating his cantaloupe?
0: Oh, I wrote down I'm sorry Roland is eating melon and drinking orange juice. That's like Yeah, that that doesn't make sense. That's to me too either. much fruit.
1: You see the thing he's using a spoon to eat the melons. Like it's a bowl of cereal. I have never ate a melon with anything other than a fork or my hands.
0: You know, I would say if it were melon carved with a melon baller in which it would be cylindrical in shape, maybe, but it wasn't, it was like it wasn't. It was rectangular up chunks of
1: cut up pieces. I didn't
0: notice that he was eating it with a spoon, but I was like, you're eating melon and drinking orange juice. That is that's weird. No way. No, bueno.
1: the only time I can see a spoon coming into the equation, you're right with the, if it was melon, it was like the ball ones, or in the case of Jean-Benet Ramsey, when they were eating the pineapple and the, um. Milk. milk, pineapple, and milk—that makes sense with a spoon because it it it's like cereal at that point. Then I guess because there's milk involved. But even then, I don't know.
0: Okay, we've covered OJ, we've covered John <laughs> Bonnet Let's just make sure we talk about the Kurt Cobain murder conspiracy yeah. okay. before okay. we before we we'll wrap work it out. We'll work it um, out. So anyway, um, so Sophia's trying to rope Roland in to, to, to doing the seminar with her as you know part of a couple. And she points out that you know he's had trouble dating recently and that you know the love doctor could maybe help with that. Yeah. So he finally agrees to go. Then Blanche comes into the kitchen where Roland and Sophia are sitting and she says she doesn't know why Rose and Taylor aren't back from their date yet. And she goes, what could they possibly have to talk about besides pigs? And just then, Rose and Taylor come in laughing in mid-conversation, and and Rose is going, chickens, chickens, chickens. It's
1: so cute. (laughs) It's so perfect.
0: Oh, I loved it. Um, So Rose tells Blanche her and Taylor had a great time together, and would Blanche be okay with Taylor taking her out to dinner tomorrow night? Again, she asks. Yeah. And Blanche goes, mind why would I mind which I think is the exact thing that she says yeah maybe when they get a dog or something on the golden girls but that I was like oh that I'm having a flashback Blanche has said that exact thing before um why would I mind if my old friend and older roommate want to go out and then you know of course Rose is like great thanks her and Taylor leave and you know Roland they're basically like wow you're super mature and she's like oh no this means war act break
1: I mean, it's a good, I will say the oh, setup for this, even though it's annoying, is good because it raises the stakes a little bit, which I like.
0: I mean, sure. We know now Blanche is going to be trying to- There's going to be some
1: antics involved.
0: Yeah, there are going to be some antics. Um, yeah. I just, again, I'm like, I, and I get it. It's for story. You're right. But yeah. I just wish she would be a better friend. Um, So Rose is getting ready to go out with Taylor. She um, looks great
1: on her date she looks
0: amazing she the, looks okay. so good this episode yeah um so but as they're getting ready to leave roland's like um hey rose the the second floor like none of the guests have toilet paper towels yeah. so oh, she like, already did that i did those rooms and he's yeah. like can you do it again and she's like oh man like that's gonna take you know forever and, Taylor and um, is so
1: sweet he's like it's okay we'll do something else we'll go somewhere else it's okay i'll wait
0: so sweet yeah. So Rose goes off to do her job which again I think should they should hire somebody but okay Rose
1: should be the general manager. I agree which is weird of us to say but Rose should be
0: she should she's the most responsible one there yep, she is um so then after Rose crosses off Blanche swoops in she's wearing this like sheer zebra s
1: gorgeous kind gorgeous. of
0: outfit. And I'm like, you know what? Because she d- she looks like someone ready to pounce on a gazelle out in the wild.
1: Oh, you went there.
0: I also couldn't believe that she, again, bad businesswoman, she would sabotage her own hotel mm. by having customers complain. Anyway, yeah. for her own selfish reasons. So she swoops in and she's like, okay, Taylor, time to go. And he's like, but Rose said, and she's like, oh, no, no. Rose said she didn't want those reservations. Shady. Go away, So let's go. Chop, chop. Shady. Mm lying Mm -hmm. lies and
1: you would think i mean why also taylor like well i guess you're friends with blanche so of course you're gonna go to dinner with her but like you also know that blanche is like this like why would you yeah i would be suspicious
0: yeah maybe he didn't want to be rude yeah so so uh, blanche and taylor scurry off and rose comes back and she's kind of like, where's Taylor? And Roland's like, oh, Blanche, uh, you know, took him out. She said, you're okay with it. She's like, I didn't talk to Blanche. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And then Chewy comes out and he's like, um, there was a bunch of toilet paper in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we know that that's where Blanche put it. Um, but there's a really great joke where Chewy's like, who's going to want to use frozen toilet paper? And Sophia walks over and grabs a roll and goes, at my age, any thrill will do. You know, can
1: I admit something? When I heard, when I, when when he brought out the frozen toilet paper, my brain immediately went, I wonder what that feels like.
0: But would it even freeze or get cold?
1: It would be very cold. And think about it. Like, it might be soothing. I don't know. I'm just saying I had the thought. The thought went through my brain. And because I'm, you know, a comic that shares my life, I am sharing this truth with all of you.
0: Will you do me a favor? If you try it, will you let me know how it goes yes, and I like know. how frozen the toilet paper I might gets? i
1: actually try it because it does. I'm, cu- I'm
0: just curious to put a roll of toilet paper in the freezer just to see what happens. It like how frozen me of would it get?
1: The time I, the, with the faucet and the cold water and I'm not going to go down that story, but it was, I, I believe it would be similar to that experience in my life, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll let you know.
0: Yeah. Let me, let me let me know let me know next week
1: yeah. um I think i'm gonna do it that quickly it's a, <laughs> i'm gonna let it ruminate a little bit <laughs>
0: uh and and it's so great um with rose's response to all of this yeah. um
1: oh, she's rolling she's to pounce
0: she's ready to pounce but Roland goes uh you're gonna get even aren't you and rose is walking away and she goes norwegian people don't get even and Roland goes i thought you were swedish and rose all evil goes I am (laughs) so now tit for tat um have you ever fought um over a guy with a friend
1: I was thinking about that while watching it I was wondering it I we've never we've well I guess you could say we have fought yes a close friend of mine he and I have definitely doubled up on some of the men in our lives And, and we're still close friends to this day we're very he's one of my best friends and it's uh there were moments yes of of it was weird because like i had slept with them and then he slept with them or vice versa it was like it, it, there's there's that but i feel like that happens a lot within well every friend group i don't think just gay friend groups i think every friend group i think that happens quite a bit when you date within maybe your friend group or but the, the shady thing is when you hook up with someone and that person is not in your friend group, you just hooked up with them or you had sex with them or you dated them or whatever. And then some time goes by and then they hook up with them. And it's like, but I was with them. Like, don't do that. That's weird And
0: without checking with you to make sure it's okay.
1: Yeah. It can be weird. But
0: then again, if it's just sex, whatever, like,
1: you know, it's just sex. I don't know. What about you?
0: Um, Not since high school, but in high school, I had a very good friend. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, not since high school, but in high school, um, I had a very good friend and we're actually not friends anymore, but um, a very good friend in high school and we fought over two different guys. Mm. And I feel like in both cases, I could have been the bigger person and walked away, but I didn't. And I... And I like Blanche. Yeah, I chose the guy over my friend. Over, like, you know, I I knowingly chose this guy. I, I chose this guy knowing that it could potentially hurt our friendship, or it was at least going to cause some tension.
1: Um, I'm more the rose in these situations. Mm-hmm. I tend to, I tend to be the first. In a lot of the situations, meaning like I hooked up with the person first or I was because I'm, you know, I mean, look at me, but (laughs) I, I tend to get them first and then I have to be the bigger person and check with the friend or like, you know what I mean? Like say it's okay, go ahead, like do the thing or whatever. And, but then again, I also do then trash talk that friend to other friends. So like, I guess I am kind of like Rose and that I do have an evil competitive streak in me that that will get revenge if I need to. You
0: heard it here first, folks.
1: Don't fuck with me.
0: Allen <laughs> is Swedish as hell. So meanwhile, Roland is starting to get cold feet about going to the seminar with Sophia oh. because to do it in order to do the seminar, they have to fill out a form about their sexual compatibility. Yeah. And So they're talking about in front of Chewie and Chewie's like, dude, it's not a big deal. Just do it. And Roland's like, okay, Chewie, why don't you do it? And then there's a really cute exchange between Chewie and Sophia that I think we have to play.
1: You think it's so easy? Why don't you try it? Fine, I will.
0: Thank you, Chewie. It's nice to know someone around here still thinks of me as a woman. Question number one. Would you ever fantasize about someone else while making love with me? (laughs)
1: Yes, absolutely, without doubt, no question about it. Good answer.
0: I'll put down, maybe. Question number two. When you watch me sleep, what is the first thing that comes to your mind?
1: God, I hope she wakes up.
0: Good answer. Question number three. Would you ever leave me for an older woman? I don't think so
1: unless of course there is one (laughs) i mean so good it's so good anytime sophia gets to be a little naughty i love i
0: love it i love it and so sophia's like see roland that wasn't so hard and then on her way out she's like and chewy you're fired i also love that the the sexual compatibility quiz that Roland is like fretting about. It's three questions. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's just three simple little questions. I can't wait Um, to get to that sex therapy moment. Oh my gosh. That's so
0: amazing. Um, So then I'm going to set the stage for you for this next scene. We're in the dining room. Mm -hmm. It's completely empty except for Rose Nyland sitting alone at a table, very quietly and casually flipping through a magazine when suddenly In rushes Blanche, she comes like screaming across the room yelling, where's the fire? And Rose doesn't bat an eyelash. She just keeps reading her magazine. And then Blanche comes out of the kitchen back into the dining room. And she says someone paged her and said there was a fire in the kitchen. And Rose very casually goes, don't worry Blanche. I was able to put that fire out with all the cold toilet paper in the freezer.
1: Oh so good oh so good. so good evil rose is here the godfather has come with the horse for the bed
0: oh i love it so rose finally confronts blanche and she's like look i know exactly what you're doing and uh, so then Taylor comes into the dining room. We're Taylor. And
1: He's caught in the middle of this.
0: I know. Well, yeah. So they start getting really competitive over who who's going to go out with him next. And it yeah. reminded me of Blanche and Sophia getting competitive yes. over Fidel Santiago. Yeah. And we all remember how that ended up. You got to sit in the He died. Ancowata? Yeah. <laughs> he died. Yeah. Um. So then. You know what? They're fighting. Who gets to go out with him? Who gets to go out with him? So then Taylor recommends that the three of them should have dinner together tomorrow night. Bad idea, Taylor. Bad idea. I actually, I was like, oh, he's hinting at a threesome. That's. I I thought he was starting to like. You know.
1: No, Taylor doesn't pave the way. No, and I mean, and we know that Taylor is not suggesting that by the way Taylor exits the the scene where he kisses Rose and then he gives sort of like a like a little pat on the head to Blanche.
0: Yeah, like a little playful, like yeah. punch on the cheek. Like, come here, kiddo. Yeah. Um, Which him- I mean,
1: that alone should tell you, Blanche, move on. This isn't happening.
0: I know. I'm telling you, it's her pride. She yeah. is. All of the signs are there, and she yeah. just can't let it go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he does that little playful, like punch on the cheek, and Rose goes, "I bet that hurt." good, and then runs yeah, away.
1: I, know. I wrote in my notes, all caps, good, because the way she oh, said it.
0: We need rice. Oh, good. Okay. It's my favorite Rose moments. Um, okay, so now let's talk about the seminar. Okay,
1: the seminar, Dr. Ursula is wearing, I, like, Dorothy wore shoulder pads. Sophia wears shoulder pads. All of the girls wear shoulder pads. Dr. Ursula wears a football uniform. <laughs> like it is the largest shoulder pads uh, whoever this dr Ursel is i didn't look up the actress's name i don't know if you did i her
0: name is pamela dunlap she works just go to her IMDb page to this day works 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 good works, for her. works, works. Yeah. for
1: her she was so good so campy she heard the assignment oh You want a love therapist? I'll give you a love therapist in my little kitten heels. And she came out with her shoulder pads on and her little kitten heels. And she did the assignment. I found
0: her voice to be very soothing. I was like, yep, this feels like a love doctor. Um, I thought it was very funny that the seminar was happening in the lobby.
1: I know that's weird. That's like weird. they
0: don't have a function and It's like a Lamaze room.
1: class. It looks like a Lamaze I class.
0: said that too. I was like yeah. with the pillows on the floor. With like, are the they couples? actually,
1: is this going to be an episode of HBO's Real Sex? Are they going to actually do <laughs> things? Because I don't know what to do here.
0: Oh, I wrote that too. I said Lamaze class from the eighties. Um,
1: and again, I mean, Roland's Roland never came out. I was looking for it in this scene, hoping that maybe, you know, something would happen, but nothing happened. With Roland's Roland in this. No, scene. I could I'm, have I'm told you. That. I could I know, have told you it wasn't I know. this episode. I'm still waiting for this volleyball episode that's that that people have mentioned that Roland's flipping around. I can't wait for it. I'm dying to see it.
0: Can can I tell you something?
1: You don't tell me when, because there's gotta be a surprise. i I'm Okay, have...
0: I'm not I'm not gonna tell you when. That's fine.
1: Tell me
0: um why. so Roland and Sophia walk into the yeah. lobby where there aren't that many couples again to warrant taking the entire is lobby.
1: Staring at them.
0: Yes, everyone's staring at them, and Sophia goes, what, you've never seen a May-December Afro-American-Italian relationship before? So funny. I had to look up what May-December was, because I didn't know. Oh, you didn't
1: and know I, that. You didn't no, know that, reference. Wow. I,
0: I didn't know that. So, I, if yeah. for anybody else who doesn't know, like, it's, I didn't, that's like a Harold and situation. Yeah, yeah older, younger. Yeah. Um. So- Doctor Ursula asks for a couple having problems to join her in the circle.
1: Right up, and Roland keeps
0: trying to knock it down, and she just keeps springing it back up. Yeah. So, um, so Sophia and Roland volunteer, and they they go up, and Doctor Ursula goes, "Um, "What's your problem, sweetheart?" And Sophia goes, "I want sex." (laughs) It's a reasonable enough request. Yeah. Um, So. Talk, and and again, I don't. We don't have to get into like the. This isn't even what a love doctor would do because she's yeah, all over the place. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm here for it. So, and it bas-
1: I mean, it basically comes down to like, you know, Sophia says that she loves Roland, and it's it's a, it's an effort to get Roland to say that she loves Sophia or he loves Sophia.
0: Yes, but even before that, she asks them to take each other's hands and look into each other's eyes and say, "Hello, lover." Yeah. And Sophia says. Hello, lover. and like...
1: In like the throaty, like... Hello, lover.
0: She is acting up a storm, Estelle Getty. I loved her hello, lover delivery. I cannot wait
1: to post a video of Carrie Bradshaw saying, Hello, lover. And then immediately cut to Sophia going, (laughs) Hello, lover.
0: It's so good. Yeah, she was like channeling Dorothy. Yeah. So he won't say that, but she does get him to say, I love you, Sophia. And he realized... Telling a woman, I love you, isn't as scary as he thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, Sophia kind of helped him get over some of his intimacy issues, And also, which it I thought him, was so sweet.
1: I thought it was really important for Roland post, you know, Oliver being taken away and his parents divorcing. And all, like Roland has had a very traumatic, since these women have moved into this hotel, a lot of bad things have happened to Roland. His and dog
0: died too. Remember, his dog,
1: yeah, his dog too. Sit down, too. son. I mean, it's 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 been a hard year, and for Roland to have this moment to know Sophia that he has family. I think I thought I didn't even think of it as a romantic thing. I thought of it as like a their family, and she loves him, and he loves her, and he can rely on them for these things that he needs in his life to be grounded and they went Aww. off to, they went off to go dancing which i love
0: i love that and i love that he called her said come on you little sea monkey which yeah. to me that was kind of that felt like authority. it was yeah so it's yeah. like you know what i mean he you know he so he was sort of like this you know like a son figure exactly. to her by yeah. calling her a little sea monkey having that cute little weird nickname for her
1: and she just um, wants to have him join him her in the shower that's all i
0: <laughs> <of course. laughs> no, yeah um Okay, so let's talk about the threesome date. Let's
1: wrap up this threesome.
0: Um, Taylor, Rose, and Blanche are the only three people in the dining room. I feel like they did not spend a lot of money on extras in this episode. Not at all. Um, And I mean, Rose and Blanche are going at it. Like Taylor's making Rose laugh and she goes, stop, my stomach hurts from laughing so hard. And then we have to play... Blanche's comeback, and then Rose's comeback to Blanche's comeback because it is shade. Oh, Taylor, you have to stop my stomach hurts from laughing so hard. Rose, would you push your chair back? All that jiggling is causing our coffee to spill.
1: If you ladies will excuse me, I have to go to the little boy's room. Oh,
0: but hurry back. And then maybe the two of us could go up to my room. I have a delicious after-dinner treat waiting there for you. Are you sure there's any of that left, Blanche? You have been giving out a lot of samples lately. Okay, H. Allen, I have a question for you. Yeah. Would you date a guy who says, I have to go to the little boy's room?
1: No. No, I wouldn't. it It would... No,
0: <laughs> I was I mean, so I put say, off by that.
1: I often, but maybe this is because I do drag or whatever, but like, I often be like, excuse me, I gotta go to the little ladies' room. Be right back.
0: Fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine. a Cute way. Yeah. I don't know for this man, Nothing
1: cute about Taylor doing it.
0: Nothing cute about a Although it is man.
1: probably cute. No, it, you know what it is? No, it is cute because it's exactly what Rose needs and wants. Miles would never do that. Miles would be too uppity and too like scholarly and make her feel inferior. What does Taylor do? Taylor says, excuse me, I got to get a little boys room. And then Rose probably goes (laughs) like, it's like cute for Rose. It's something that turns Rose on in a weird way. And that then I'm okay with it. I like this for Rose.
0: Okay. All right. You've won me back. Yeah. So, uh, so Taylor goes to the little boy's room and (laughs) while he's gone rose calls blanche out on like flirting with him super hard and blanche is like i am not and rose goes blanche you offered to open his baked potato with your tongue
1: The, the mental picture of that is so gross also your poor tongue it's a hot potato
0: I don't know. I actually thought it was, in my head, it was like pretty sexual. And also I I just wrote in my notes, should have used a Zborny.
1: Okay. So you try that and I'll try the frozen toilet paper. Okay. That's our assignment.
0: Yes. Oh, I don't even, I think I have sweet potatoes, but we use them to make a hash for breakfast. Um, But I'll let you know if I try it. Um, So then Blanche accuses Rose of flirting too hard by dropping her corn on the cob into her cleavage and asking him to get it out so messy
1: so messy so also this outfit would not accommodate that but just no the style no. problem with the script
0: i know and uh rose is basically like you're just jealous because all you can fit into your cleavage is a peanut
1: which is an uh, like an amazing comeback i mean it is so perfect it is it is and it's exactly where you get blanche her vanity. oh
0: yeah yeah oh you're gonna bathe in an inch of water yeah like
1: it Sophia is said that it's one time? the thing that yeah. sets her over the top do not make fun and she's she's clearly embarrassed about her breasts because she was considering having a breast reassignment surgery or like a have a breast increase and like you know that's rose was smart good good yeah. for
0: rose that was a low blow yeah um but it even is after, sweet, sorry, you know, when
1: taylor comes back and it, it was that what you're gonna say
0: Well, I I was just going to say Blanche Blanche is so convinced that Taylor is going to be leaving with her at the end of the night, which again, I'm like, she's an illusion. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And he comes back and he, she pitches to him. Like if you're stranded on a desert Island, like, you know, who would you take? And he, every single time wrote or Blanche keeps pushing him, but he's like, Rose, 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 like, And she just can't fathom it. She
0: can't. I'm telling you, she just keeps doubling down. She goes, no, no, but it's a desert island, you know, where you'll be doing adult activities. And he's like, Rose. And she's like, okay, but it's a desert island. And her fair skin's going to get all leathery or whatever. Um, And then she storms
1: out and Rose storms out after her. But Rose then turns to Taylor and is like, for the record, though, I'd bring sunscreen.
0: Yeah. It's and, so great. and then,
1: but then in the kitchen, it's basically the exact same ending as the last episode.
0: Yeah. So again, like Blanche is being so petty and yeah. Rose, Rose gets up and follows her to the kitchen. Cause she knows she's upset. Cause that's what a good yeah. friend, does. That's what a friend does. And you know, Blanche is upset because history is repeating itself and she can't handle that a man wants someone else over her again. And she says, if I can't attract a man, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Which kind of goes back to so many episodes we've seen about Blanche where yeah. like when she's dating a blind man and she's like, well, if he can't see me, I don't understand what he likes about me. And when she's going through menopause and she's like, no man's going to want me, you know, time and time again, we'll we'll see this sort of sad like vulnerability in Blanche where she thinks that her self-worth yeah. is tied and she's clearly not
1: learning a man. Any, any of by any of her mistakes because she keeps repeating herself over and over. Like I know. Over again.
0: And like and like I said, I understand that with sitcoms, your characters need to reset every week. They can't have huge growth because then course, they won't be who your characters are. That. But give us a week off. Give us one yeah. episode. this is literally in the exact
1: same ending as the last episode for the most part. It is. Yeah, it the is her a little, having a realization yeah. that she doesn't need a man to complete her and that, you know, maybe she needs to be a little selfless and do what's good for her friends and do, you know, something for her female yeah. friends. It's exactly what she gets to here with Rose. And then Rose yeah. goes back out there and they go off on their date and then the episode ends. It's very, although, yeah, no, I mean... Bro, Blanche has uh, indigestion because of
0: her son. Oh, yes, That's how yes it, it. it feels like appendicitis or something. Yeah, um, yeah I, I did like you know, I, I did like that Rose tells her she can't base her self-worth on whether a man finds her attractive. Yeah. And Rose points out to Blanche, she's like, how many good women friends have you driven away with your competitiveness? And there's yeah. this moment of realization and Blanche says all of them, which is such a big thing. And then I you're right. You know, this big Rose's- Again
1: and again, though.
0: Yeah, it's, it is nice when- you know, Blanche does have these realizations. Again, if you look at the episode descriptions for the rest of this season, so many of them start with like, Blanche is dating a man. Blanche dates yeah. a man who? So, yeah. you know, it, Blanche is Blanche is Blanche and that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then, do you want to talk about the tag?
1: The tag was weird because it started with just Rose and Taylor just sort of like, I mean, I literally wrote on here, can you imagine just sitting there holding hands with someone silently? Like that would be the weirdest Thing. I thought
0: I, I was like checking my volume button because Rose yeah. and Taylor were just sitting there for the longest time. And, I was and then, like,
1: of course, the, the music goes down and then Blanche says, you're on a desert island or whatever she says. Yeah. And, and, and her it's, face it's
0: a, is in the door.
1: Yeah, it's a callback to that joke of her trying to convince him. But but then they don't say anything to each other. They just look at each other. They don't even look at each other. They just sort of look away from each other longingly.
0: Yeah, it was a little, it was a little, it was a little bizarre. A little weird. Um, And that That was was the episode. episode. So yeah, I, you know, I I love a good emotional story. I like that there wasn't a, it wasn't about the business of the hotel. It was a nice emotional story between Blanche and Rose. And I I really enjoyed the Sophia Rowland story.
1: I did too. The Sophia Rowland story made it for me for this episode. It was so fun. I loved having her have more stuff to do, but should take a break and come back with our golden takeaway it's a very special takeaway this episode
0: that's a great idea
1: and we're back guys it's time for a golden takeaway which is a nugget of truth or inspiration that we can apply to our lives or you know the lives of you people listening which is wonderful and Today's golden takeaway is, I mean, Carrie and I for once are in full agreement that we have the exact same golden takeaway. And it is that you should go to John's GoFundMe page, look in the show notes or go to our Twitter or Instagram and find ways to help John get to that goal of his GoFundMe to to raise the amount that he needs to raise. And just do that for us because it's like, you know, we want to support each other in the golden community and we're, we're a family here. So go do that for us. That's our golden takeaway this episode.
0: Yes, guys, we are, we're so close. Like we said, he's already raised like $85,000. He's got yeah. another 24 to go. Like it, we're so close. And I know just through the golden girls community, we can make it happen. So and let's, also, I mean, let's if you this.
1: just because I, I, I've always, as you know, my background is in politics and I did a lot of AIDS walk fundraising. And one of the things that I think is really imperative when you're re- requesting people to donate is if you can't donate, that's fine. There's no shame in not being able to donate but what you can do is you can go and you can share it on social media and tag us and we'll retweet you or you can tag Carrie and I individually and we'll retweet you and you know you can you can do the little bit of of spreading the word because that that really is a huge huge help as well just getting the message out there so that maybe others who are within the means to be able to donate can so yeah go ahead and share it
0: yes absolutely and thank you all so much for listening today and be sure to tune in next week when we watch senor stinky learns absolutely nothing about life
1: what a great title what a great title senor stinky oh i want that to be my nickname guys we're part of hoo ha ha you should definitely definitely go and like download their app and listen to all their other podcasts they're fantastic but listen to us first because we're better but we're biased <laughs> and you can find we're biased we're better i can say i'm better than other people because i think i am um we are out on the lanai Guys, and you can follow us on social media on Twitter at Golden Girls Pod on Instagram at Out on the Lanai Official on Facebook at Golden Girls Pod. And I, who am I? I'm H Allen Scott and City Pines on literally everything.
0: And I'm Squidzy on Instagram and Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. And I was going to say rate and review us, but you know what? I'm not going to do that call to action this week because we have another call to action which is to check out John's GoFundMe page. Yeah. So that is the call to action this week.
1: Yeah, do that. I love that. You know what? You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll do a call to action. Actually, if you uh, if you send us the donation you made to John's GoFundMe and you like send us a screenshot of your donation and everything, we will send you a little audio message of thanks. We can easily do that. So oh,
0: very easily.
1: Yes. Yeah, so so if you want a little private little message from us. Show us your stuff, make sure you send us a screenshot so we know your name and everything. I mean, hide your credit card information and stuff, obviously, but like you know, share us that, and we'll we'll send you a little a little golden message to brighten your day. I swear I won't talk like this in the message.
0: How about this? We're doing this on the spot, so wow. I'm just I yeah, I
1: didn't even bring that up for Carrie. I just figured like, doing okay, this we'll on see the spot. board
0: <laughs> If we send you an audio message, yeah. we're gonna tell you a fun fact about one of us. I may say it about h l and I may say it oh. about myself h l may say it about themselves, yeah. That that maybe you you didn't know about us. It's going to be a little. I it's mean, going to be a golden takeaway about our lives.
1: And maybe that golden takeaway will be about what I feel about frozen toilet paper. Who knows? But you have to donate to find out. And to do that, send us that screenshot, and you'll get that message. So, Carrie, as always. In the
0: meantime, as always, <laughs> remember, I miss the words. I two. Know. Stay, stay golden. golden. Bing,
1: bing, 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 bing.